0: this is the john oakley show podcast great day for talk radio we'll get the swifty and the sparrow here in moments but uh there is something that was uh befuddling me uh as you know if you follow aerosmith the band over their illustrious 50-year career uh joey kramer was a drummer the two front people obviously uh were steve tyler and rick perry but uh You know, the drummer, he's got to keep the beat. He's the backbone of the band. And uh, if they're not going to use him because they claim he had shoulder surgery and he no longer has the chops to play, so they wanted to uh, turf him or have him re-audition. And if he's not good enough, it's like, see you later. Uh, Bonsoir la visite. (laughs) <laughs> that's better French than John Tory there for a second. But uh, what's interesting is he in turn is filing a suit. He says he didn't want to do it. It's not about the money, but he still wants to stay with the band because they've got some rather significant gigs coming up, like a Lifetime Achievement Award gig. And uh, if he's going to be cut out of that, he feels that's the greatest indignity of all. So does he have a case? Let's find out for sure. Joining us on the line is Stan Faisalberg, who's an associate at mark Tomarkin LLP. That's the Stan, lawyer.ca. Stan, Good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon, John, and thank you for having me on.
0: I appreciate you coming on. So uh, the drummer in the band, does he have a case?
1: Yeah, it's a a really unfortunate situation watching a band like this falling apart at the seams after 50 years. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tyler's been falling apart at the seams for
1: the last 30 well, he's being hauled up like a Marriott. Somebody is controlling him from behind the stage, for sure. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a fascinating case in a lot of uh, a lot of aspects. So, from what from what I've read about the case, really, he's he's essentially claiming kind of an injunction or differential treatment by the other bandmates, not, essentially not letting him play. Uh, what we would kind of what we in Canada would, would claim as discrimination. You know, there's, he's saying that he's capable cleared by a doctor, capable of going ahead with these shows. His bandmates are saying that he doesn't meet some unqualified standard that they've set. And essentially, you know, he, from, from what I've read about the lawsuit, he's claiming that you know, all of them have had injuries in the past, All of them have come back previously without having to audition for their own gigs, for their own positions. And he's essentially saying that he's being treated differently and that they're not treating him with good faith. (laughs) So in that respect, if he can prove those points, uh, I certainly think he has a case here. All
0: right. You know, it almost seems like it should fit in the realm of Americans with Disabilities Act stuff
1: yeah the one important thing to note here though is that you know a band isn't like a you know it doesn't mean that he's an employee of the band right mm-hmm. it's bands are generally more akin to partnerships or corporations. And so, really, his rights are not so much those of an employee, but similar to those of a partner or a shareholder in a corporation. And usually these, you know, bands of I'm sure, of this nature with this uh, notoriety have drafted contracts that will probably say that, you know, if a majority of them want to kick you out or want to do something that you don't want to do, then you can be outvoted. And because all votes generally count equally, three to one. You know, essentially, they're the majority rules in this situation.
0: It's almost like a mutiny of sorts. Uh, But, you know, I mean, when you talk about uh, his incapacity or inability to play, Who gets to render that judgment? Because he's saying, physically, I'm good to go. What are they talking about? Uh, Do they put it to some arbitrator or a tribunal? How would that work?
1: Well, that's what he's doing, essentially, right? He's going to the court and saying, you know, that they're not discharging their duties as partners uh, in good faith, that I'm ready to go. Uh, As I've been reading that, essentially, he was forced to do this audition, and he said he did the audition. Uh, He thinks that his timing or skill set was on par, as, as always, his bandmates disagree. It's difficult to really, I mean, without being a musician and, I guess, understanding the, the, the fine technicalities of it, it's difficult to know who's right in the situation, but that's essentially what he's asking a judge to figure out for him.
0: Wow. Alright, uh, this is going to be interesting. I'm just wondering, you know, in the case or this, you know, you've got rock stars, look, uh, claiming that one guy's somehow debilitated. Half the time, they're too coked up to play, uh, so who are they to point any accusatory fingers here? It's a delicious irony, I think. Uh, but this is going to be ruled. Like you say, uh, it's almost an injunction or an arbitration ruling and, uh, going forward. Boy, that would be an interesting one if he were to win the case, but they don't want him there, but he's still got to play. Uh, how do you ameliorate a situation like that? There could be bad blood all
1: around. Well, oftentimes that's when an injunction courts do, right? I mean, they will render a decision and not everybody's going to be happy about it. Uh, and, but if you have a court order that says, hey, this guy gets to play, and as I understand, I mean, it's Grammy week, uh, he wants to play at these two shows coming up, you know, he, yeah. that, this ruling's going to have to come down pretty quickly whether he can or cannot play, considering that the Grammys start this Wednesday or this <laughs> Sunday, sorry.
0: Right, right. So, That'll, it'll be interesting viewing to see who's on the drum kit
1: yeah as I was even reading, apparently you know they've got a residency going on in Las Vegas, and because he's been unable to pay play that residency, although he's disagreed with uh with the band saying he was able to play, he nevertheless agreed not to play for November and December, and apparently, they have a contract that says each individual bandmate has to pay for their replacement, so he's been paying the guy who's playing with them right now. <laughs> <laughs> or
0: did he pick up the drummer from the subway somewhere uh, just so he doesn't have to give him huge amounts of guilt? Uh,
1: oh, he, even worse, it's his uh, its his technical drummer, the guy who sets up the drums for him.
0: <laughs> wow, the intern, the apprentice, that's the unkindest cut of all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, assumed your role. Uh, I never heard of such a case. Have you in all your years
1: of doing this? Uh, certainly not. I mean, it's pretty unique for sure, uh, especially with this much notoriety around this band. Um, you know, it's, it'd be fascinating to see what a judge does with this. Apparently yeah. it's going going to, you know, it's been filed on January 17th, and I imagine it's going to be heard very quickly.
0: As you say, because the Grammys are coming up this weekend, <laughs> there's got to be somebody behind the kit, unless yeah. it's the guy who sets up his own kit. That, by the way, would be uh, in contravention of, I guess, the Union House rules, guy setting up his own band's, band set. Uh, yeah, you got to have a roadie, a techie <laughs> to do that. Well, that's uh, a fascinating insight into a question that's sort of just a uh, occurred to me earlier in the hour last hour so uh stan thanks for clarifying all of those points we'll watch and see uh where this one leads
1: yeah happy to as always john
0: you got it stan fanzelberg is yeah, the associate good. at samfuru tamarkin llp that's the employment lawyer thanks for listening to the john oakley show podcast be sure to rate review and subscribe for free at apple podcasts google podcasts and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio